0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Voice PC. We are here with another book. It's called The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Most of you must have heard of this book. If you haven't, this is like the epiphany of your life. This is a life-changing moment that you're kind of encountering right now, that you're about to encounter right now. This book is written by Eric Jog- Jorgensen. And Nawal Ravikant, for those who don't know, is an angel investor. He's He has he's also the founder of Angelist and he's also he he like he is a he's an investor in a lot of big tech companies some of them include uber notion and a lot of other companies as well so by the by all what i've described about him you must have gotten an idea idea of why he's famous he's famous because he knows what companies are going to be valuable he knows what companies are going to work what companies are not going to work but the uh, specific reason he is famous in the tech industry is not because of his technical skills. It's not because of his, uh, uh, you know, it's not because of his skills to value, like to put a valuation on onto a company, right? He's famous because of hap- he he's famous because he talks a lot about happiness as well. He talks a lot about uh, meditation. He talks a lot about yoga, karma, and health so he's he's like an all-rounder right the kind of man you want to marry, marry. <laughs> right um, and when with joe rogan he said people like like at a circus people like a bear and a people and people also like uh, a man riding a unicycle but when you see a bear on a unicycle that becomes more interesting so he's that kind of person he's like you got the point right so this book is like completely divided into two sections first of them is called first of them is not called like first of them is like part 1 is wealth related part 2 is happiness related for me personally the happiness part was like you know <laughs> i had to drag myself through it because some of the parts are boring in the happiness section however however the wealth part is so fucking amazing you just get an idea of when you like actually read it i feel like i sometimes feel like i'm not doing justice when i summarize the book sorry about that but anyways, let's get into the book real quick, right? So this book is completely, uh, this book is basically an amalgamation. So okay, this is like guy Nawal Ravikant, he tweets a lot. For him, Twitter is a microblog, right? It's it's basically a medium sort of thing. And he tweets a lot, like a lot, lot, lot. And he has this famous thread called how to get rich. It's basically a clickbaity title for building wealth and as he says, right? So he tweets a lot and this book is basically and this book is written by Eric Jorgensen, right? So Eric, this guy, has has just like compiled every tweet, every podcast that is that Nawal has been to every, you know, every every single resource that he could find online uh, which is related to Nawal, he has like encapsulated this inca- encapsulated everything into this book. So it it can. This book contains a lot of a uh, lot of tweets and and this famous uh, podcast with Joe Rogan and a lot of other uh, and a lot and I think one more episode which was I guess with I forgot the name of this podcast uh, I forgot the name of the the channel or whatever but yeah this is one other podcast which Nawal has been to right so let's get into the wealth section let's see what all things we can extract from them from the wealth session section. Right. Shall we? Okay, cool. Hold on a sec. Okay, so it's kind of very hard. (laughs) I just figured out that it's kind of difficult for me to summarize this whole book into a 20-25 minute podcast. Because I'll be straight off honest with you. While reading this book, I had to literally... uh, like highlight every single line of it because it's it's like this elixir right you just don't want to miss it it's it's that important everything which is written under this book it's straightforward now i'll say that he doesn't like to repeat things he he'll say it once and stuff like that right so you can get the amount of condensed knowledge in this thing you can just as uh, you can just imagine the amount of condensed knowledge in this book so while reading this book i had just uh, you know Made a summary of what I thought was like apparently more important than everything else, which is written in this book. So let's just go through what I have uh, written down in my Notion. An update, guys. Notion has been updated. I attended the BlockX Blocks conference, which was pretty good. Anything, uh, whatever. Let's just get into the book, right? Um, first tweet or. Whatever this thing is. I, I, see, I don't actually know this. if it's a tweet or if it's just a sentence written in this book. Getting Rich is not... It's it's about knowing what to do, who to do to do it with, and when to do it. And second thing is, yes, hard work matters. You, can, you can't you skim can skimp on it, but it has to be dedicated in the right way. You should not grind a lot of hard work until you figure out uh, what you should be working on. If you don't know what you should be working on, the most important thing is to figure it out. You should not grind a lot of lot of you should not grind at a lot of hard work until you figure out what you should be working on so you kind of got the point so let's just skim through it as i think it's pretty basic yeah another interest uh this this was this interesting concept which i read in this book it says you're not going to get rich renting out your time you must own equity a piece of business to gain your financial freedom this is something which i truly believe in this um However, the second part is truly uh, something which I truly believe in. The first part was pretty new to me, which is, you're not going to get rich renting out your time. And uh, there's this concept in this book, which he he says that the more the input is related to the output of your work, the lesser um, the chances of you getting rich. I mean, like your work input and output must not be linearly uh, correlated. It should be exponential. It should have the capacity to be exponential. Uh, Let me give you an example of what it means. Okay. So, imagine a physical labor sort of thing. Right? The amount of... Like... um, The amount of work that he does... Is pretty... I mean... The wages that he gets is pretty... Much related to how much hours does he put into work... Does he put into work uh, per day, right? Labors are paid... I think... uh, like, the normal, I think, according to the daily ways, right, but, the, so this was an example where the inputs and outputs are, like, strongly, strongly correlated, you can just, you can't just, uh, uh, make this graph exponential, right, however, the second way, or the second example, which in this case can be, uh, can be, Nawal believes in leverage, Nawal believes, uh, Nawal talks a lot about leverage, there are four kind of leverage according to him, uh, which of which are code, media, equity, not ca- equity, human and capital. So code, media, human and capital. Suppose if you code, a code and you make an app, right? And you and you have put 20 hours into not 20 hours, that's pretty less, but 400, 400, 500 hours into making that app. Now the output of this thing is not related to the amount of work that you do. Suppose that app gets famous and you get over a million uh downloads the amount the uh, the output of the work is not related to the work that you've put uh, that the work that you've put into it. you got the point right I think you're you're starting getting my point, so yeah, you're not going to get rich renting out your time. you must own equity a piece of business to gain your financial freedom and the second the second statement is pretty clear. Uh, Through a lot of books which we have read, which include Rich Dad Poor Dad, The Psychology of Money and And like basic every finance book Right? Another interesting quote which I read in this book was if you can't code write blogs and Books record videos and podcast This was another thing which confused me a lot since I kind of left coding. However, I was like podcasting So it's, it's pretty fine if outsourcing a task will a task will cost less than your hourly rate outsource it outsource it which is also a very unique concept to me however it's very enlightening after he, after you read it right and aval also uh, like he puts a lot of focus on reading, microeconomics, game theory, psychology, persuasion, ethics, mathematics, and computers. Right. Let's get into another interesting concept which I read in this book. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is a thing which we can discuss. It says, the old model of making money is going to school for four years, getting a degree, and working as a prof- professional for 30 years but things change fast now now you have to come up to speed on a new profession within 9 months and it's obsolete after 4 years but within those 3 fo- three productive years you can get very wealthy think about it you do not you you do you do need to be deep in something because otherwise you'll be a mile wide and an and an inch deep, and you won't get uh, what you want. What you want out, out of life, you can only achieve mastery in one or two things. It's usually things you're obsessed about. When you're dating, the instant you know that relationship is not going to work out, or it's not going to be the person whom you're going to marry, you should probably move on. When you're studying something like a geography or a class, a geography class or a history class, and you realize you're never going to use this information, drop the class. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of brain energy. Take on accountability, embrace accountability, and take business risk under your name. Society will reward you with responsibility, equity, and leverage. Clear accountability is important. Without accountability, you don't have incentives. Without accountability, you don't, you can't build credibility. But you take, but you take risks. You risk failure. You risk humiliation. You risk failure under your name. Find a position of leverage. Do things for you, for their own sake. Don't read for podcast. Read for reading. There was a note, yeah, this was a note that I made for myself, which is like just blabbered out, whatever avoid ruin means, yeah, this is okay cool, okay, so this is the most controversial paragraph that I read in this book, which says, I think business networking is a complete waste of time and. I know there are people and companies popularize, uh, popularizing this concept because it serves them and their business model well. But the reality is, if you're building something interesting, you will always have more people who will want to know you. Try, try, trying to build a business relationship well in advance and well in advance of doing business is a complete waste of time. I have much more. I have a much more comfortable philosophy, and this is Nawal telling me. Uh, this is Nawal telling, not me, just uh, speaking out. I have a much more comfortable philosophy, which says, quote unquote," be a maker who makes something interesting people want. Show your craft, practice your craft, and the right thing will eventually find you." Okay, so this is like, controversial, right? Because I think I do business networking. I mean, I attend a lot of conferences. I attend a lot of uh, meetings, just for the sake of knowing people. And I think, and obviously all the people in the meeting were doing the same. And when I read this thing, I was kind of shake. I mean, it was a shock to me because everything else which is written in this book, I think I kind of abide by it. I think I kind of believe in it. But this is something which came to me as a shock. Uh, however, the amount of the amount of work that he that the Nawal says to work on a product, it's it's completely insane. I mean he says to build if you he says if you are building something interesting and if it's interesting to naval i think it's probably uber or twitter or notion so i can't just like build something that interesting right so i don't know and apart from this thing i think another controversial thing which i found in this book was uh... so it's okay i wouldn't say that it's controversial i think it's not possible for me at this time to implement this thing it says uh, I've said this thing on the uh, uh, earlier on this yes, podcast as well. It says uh, out if if anything is available for less than your rate, you must probably outsource it. I'm personally not at a level where I can outsource some stuff or where I can outsource some s- services right now. So I think, ah, yeah, it's not controversial. Yeah, it's not possible for me to do. At least that's what I think. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so this can be controversial now, which says, if you find yourself creating a spreadsheet for a decision decision with a list of yes and no's, pros and cons, checks and balances, why this is good or bad, forget it. If you cannot decide, the answer is no. This. I think is more controversial than anything in this book if you cannot decide the answer is no it's just a pretty simple statement however it's sometimes very hard sometimes very difficult sometimes very uh, very much not possible to implement I don't know what context did Nawal say this thing in I think there's I think this book or I think Eric ...hasn't explained this thing with proper context. But... ...if you cannot decide, the answer is no. It's pretty... ...solid, bold statement, right? Half of the things I wouldn't be able to do because I think... ...I don't actually decide... ...like, decide 100% if I'm going to do something or not. And things have pretty... I mean... ...I wasn't really sure about the podcasting part as well. However... (laughs) whatever the output is i'm not like getting into the output phase of it but i mean after like starting this podcast i feel like i've been more disciplined about reading books and also i think that was a um i was a good i i mean that was a good habit that i'm following right now however i wasn't sure really, if i hadn't started it uh I've, like reading nawals i mean if i hadn't started it keeping in mind nawals Quote, I wouldn't actually be podcasting right now, so I don't know about this statement, but yeah. And another interesting concept which has been described in this book is short term, short term pains, long term gains. Everything, each and everything in your life, which has short term pains, is going to have long term gains. Be it brushing your teeth twice, be it investing monthly be it um whatever like if there are two choices follow the choices which has a short-term gain a short-term pains and you're probably going to have long-term gains the other path leads to pain further out in the future and what your brain is doing through conflict avoidance is trying to push out the short-term pain and subconsciously obviously So you generally want to lean into things which have short-term pains, but long-term gains. I don't believe in delete gratification where when there are infinite number of books out there to read. There are so many great books. This is just another random line which which I have uh, written in my Notion file. Moving on, there's this there's this quote which says, "When solving problems, the older the problem, the older the solution. If you're trying to learn how to drive or fly a car, you should read something written in the modern age because the problem was created in the modern uh, the problem was created in the modern age and the solution is great in the modern. and so, uh, the solution is great in the modern age. If you're talking about an old problem like how to keep your body healthy, how to stay calm and peaceful, and all these things those kind of things the older solutions are probably better hmm old solutions are probably better nice part 2 so this like brings us to the end of part one which is wealth part two is hell happiness and i wouldn't actually be able to speak a lot about on this topic because i think i've like i've read this uh, part but i think it's so abstract for me to explain this thing on a podcast i mean there's a lot about jealousy there's a lot about envy there's a lot about health there's a lot about meditation there's a lot about psychedelics there's a lot about uh, transcendental travel there's a lot about uh, body, mind, health, soul, spiritual things and all those things in this chapter. Naval says that uh, being happy is a skill and not a fate. So you can work on that. Okay so there's this section which says happiness habits. This is a list of habits which Nawal thinks is the happiness. These are the happiness habits that he that he follows. Uh, I'll just go uh, one by one. Right, the obvious one is meditation first of all, and second one is just being aware in the very moment. Um, try to get more skin light on the uh, try, uh, try to get more sunlight on the skin, and look up and smile. Every time you catch yourself desiring something, say just say, it's, "Is it important to me?" I'll be or I'll be unhappy unless this is it so important to me I'll be unhappy unless this goes away you're going to find with the mass uh, with the vast majority of things that it's not true I think dropping caffeine made me happier I think working out every day made me happier the more you judge the more you separate yourself you'll feel good for an instant because you feel good about yourself thinking you're better off than someone else later you're going to feel lonely then you see negativity everywhere. The world just reflects your own feelings back at you. Tell your friends. Okay, so this is the... Like, this is the hack which I think is is just... It's just amazing. Tell your friends that you're, uh, tell your friends that you're a happy person. Then you'll be forced to conform to it. You'll have a consistency bias. You have to live up to it now. Your friends will expect you to be a happy person. This, I cannot even stress much. This is like, just go to 21 zero three uh 21 minutes five seconds of this podcast just just like bookmark this thing tell your friends you are a happy person hacked life hacked bro the more secrets you have the less happy you're going to be hedonic adaptation is more powerful uh for man-made things than it is for natural things no exceptions all screen activities linked lead to less happiness all non-screen activities linked lead to more happiness changing habits changing habits okay so this is third third chapter as well which says saving yourself basically is this meditation and all Freedom from employment. Uh, what are your core values? Rational Buddhism. Naval's recommended reading. I think that's pretty much it to this book. At least what I thought. At the end of this book, is this uh, recommendation by Naval. It's basically a book that... Is, Naval says that he doesn't read a lot. He just reads... Like, he prefers reading a book over and over rather than reading 100 books. That's... I mean, that's... Not me, but yeah. I prefer reading more books. I don't know. I'm just at the phase when I feel like this is a streak going on where I kind of finish off. Like a where I where I like where I feel like I love reading more books, more and more books rather than reading um, a book again and again. Is this a thing? By this, you have reached the end of this book. Do let me know what other books would you would like me to read and summarize. You will listen to the voice for C. My name is Jeff.